I'm going to tell you a disturbing story about <laughs> how when I was in Italy, mm-hmm. I came to throw out a perfectly good gelato. What? I Why know. would anyone waste ice cream? And have you had one in Italy as well? Mm, they're beautiful. They are. They're different, I think. But let me go back to the start because I can trace Rewind. this all back to the Europeanisation of my sister. Yes. As you know, she lives in the UK. She's yep. lived there for about 10 years. Yep. And gradually I've seen her be Europeanised. Oh. And it's the, it was very subtle to begin with. Of course. She'd come back home. Um, I think one day she asked us, what time do you want me to tip up? Oh. Actually, the time ones are always tricky because, you know, they're, they're the ones that people overhear commonly and they say things like, what time's dinner? Half eight? <laughs> yes. You're like, hello, where did the past? Where did the word past go? Yeah. You've lost it in England. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so what time do we want her to tip up? Yeah, and then um, a couple of years later, then, you know, mum and I would go over there yep. and suddenly it was the two kisses. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I've known you all my life and now I'm going to give you twice as many yeah. kisses when I see you. Because it's, you know, what they do. It's She's civilized. become used to it. Yeah, and that's and nice. It's happened. But now it's gone too far. And, and the thing that really annoyed me on this trip that I've just been on over to her place is everything's turned into a metse sort of situation at the dinner table. Oh, Like no. a tapas arrangement. Oh. What? Not, there's no just meat and three veg. Well, there is, but it's all in the middle of oh, the table. Communal. Yeah. Oh, struth. <laughs> at one point I sat down to dinner. And on my plate, I looked down and there was half a slice of mortadella, mm-hmm. um, half a slice of grilled eggplant mm-hmm. and half a quarter of a bruschetta toast. Mm. Because you don't feel like you can take everything you want. That's right. Because it's not necessarily one of everything for That's everyone. Right. Oh, and I hate it when politeness interferes with my eating. And at one restaurant we went to, there was um, there's a bunch of different toasts with different toppings and they were beautiful. Like yep. One had goat's cheese on oh, it. Yeah. One had brie. And there was four, and one of them had like olive spread. Oh yeah, which and now my five-year-old niece went for the goat's cheese, which I thought, <laughs> oh, that looks good. Yeah, <laughs> had one bite, and then I was like, oh no, I don't really like that, and I'm stuck with the olive oh, spread. Oh, seriously, <laughs> sharing sucks. I don't know who invented sharing, but there's nothing good about it. I like to have my own. At one stage, we went to a restaurant, and there was like a, a sort of a tiered um, platform thing, which had a few plates in it. Oh. Like some, a plate of cheese and a plate of oh, ham. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and people are asking me, oh, Jeff, you know, let's have some <laughs> blue oh, cheese or hello. pass me a bit of Strasbourg. Oh, so you're working for them oh, now yeah, as well. I felt like I should get a tip yeah. at the end of the night because and I'm sitting there working the table. Exactly. And you either, I reckon you either eat too little, like you say, you, out of politeness, you just have one cracker. Yeah. Or you don't, you know, like when someone's retopping up your glass without you having finished <laughs> your champs. Yeah, you don't. All know, of a sudden, no, that's it. You don't know how you much you have eaten. It's really so hard. So you don't know if you've had a plate full or if you've had a whole platter. Now, my sister's husband, Chris, mm. he's obviously been doing this for a while, and he's he's a pro at it. Yeah, he's authentically European, is he? He, uh, he is actually. Mm. Well, he's South African, but sort of Greek heritage. Oh yeah. Plus, there's no shortage of South Africans in London. No, there's not. No. But uh, his little tactic, which I sort of picked up on halfway through the trip, was that he would like bags something on the table. What? So <laughs> yeah, I'd say That's to the him, opposite of sharing. <laughs> I'd say to him, for example, would you like this last piece of prosciutto, Chris? Yeah. And he'd say, not at the moment. So I am going to eat it in well, a few minutes. Well, I don't know. He wouldn't rule it out. But at this point in time, he's not going to have it. So then, I can't eat yeah, it exactly. because he might want to bounce Later. it. Later. And then what's he going to say? He's going to say, oh, where'd that prosciutto go? And you're like, oh, <laughs> simato me. 
So it all came to a head um, on our last day in Italy together. Bound to. We all went out for a gelato, mm. which was nice. Well, and we all got own. our own. Oh, yeah, we yes. did. Sweet. So that was great. Oh, I don't even like it when someone wants to take a lick of mine. Well. Oh, no. Yeah, I get mine and I get this beautiful, like, 85% cacao. Oh, yeah. You know, gelato. It's like thick chocolate. Yeah, but it's not too sweet, too. It's beautiful. Mm. And starts the ball rolling. Oh, can I just have a taste of yours? Oh, give me a rest. But she's my girlfriend, so that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Mum sees her do it and goes, oh, I might have a little taste of that. So too. she licks where your girlfriend's licks? Well, or a different and position? And she actually used the spoon. Mum had a lick. <laughs> then my niece sees that. She wants to have a go. She has a lick. My sister has a lick. Oh. That's four licks on my ice cream. That is bad. I'm, and then she, Ange hands it back to me and I say, chuck it out. Yeah, I don't want it. Like everyone may as well just spit in a cup <laughs> and tell you to drink it. That is disgusting. <laughs> what? Well, I'm so glad you're on my yeah, team there. honestly. And I'm glad we live in a place where you can sit down and have your own plate. Individual. No one can take it That's off you. That's it. Yep. That's it. Give me an individual <laughs> serve. Yeah. Any day of the week over that. And just as a little side point for etiquette, mm. if you're going to have a taste of someone's ice cream, take a spoon. Yeah, and they've got those little dinky mini spoons yeah. that are only ever useful yeah. for having like a taste of ice cream. Don't lick my cone. No. <laughs> that is the moral of this story. Relationship <laughs> Jeff, can I talk to you for a minute? Of course. You know, I'm, my door's always open. Yeah. Well, it's closed, but you can talk through the screen. That's true, yeah. Um, you know, I've got a friend. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, well, she Is was... Is this the same friend that stalks Joel Selwood on the internet? Um, yeah, she has done that before. She's really nice, though. <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, this friend of mine, um, she's going through a little bit of a um, relationship breakdown. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's hard. Mm, that's it. And um, it, it turns out that her ex-partner is not actually all that he once seemed. Mm. Now, um, my friend, she works in real estate. Yep. And... Um, for her job, as part of her job, um, she has boards, you know, like those big real estate boards up around the city. Yep. Um, and her ex-partner took a photo of her. It's usually it's her friendly face. Right. Oh, next, so, yeah. You know, contact. Yeah, call Jenny. Yep. She'll sort you out. That's right. Yep. Look how friendly she is. She's got a perm. Now... <laughs> Her ex-partner, in the dead of night, has actually replaced every single one of her normal and professionally done beautiful headshots with an excerpt from a sex video they'd made together. Mm. And he's popped them on every real <laughs> estate board all across the suburbs in which she lives. Mm. Do you think there's any coming back from that? Has business... Been good? Actually, yes. <laughs> Those clearance rates are still pretty high. Jeff, I bought a puzzle. Well, I can see that. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously, here it is on the bo- on the dining table. Well, where we normally do the podcast here, I'm, I'm cramped into a corner you are. here. With, I've got to set up my little laptop. 
but there's a thousand piece jigsaw yes. taking shape, which is taken up three quarters of the partially table. Partially shaped, actually. We, and it appears to be like old cans of soup. Yes, it's and, vintage. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was from like Kmart. Like an old packet of sayos yes. and all kinds of... Yeah. It cost $3 for a thousand pieces. I thought that uh-huh. was very reasonable. It's good value. Yeah, and my theory was Mark and I often don't do things together of an evening. Mm. Either I'll be watching TV. Well, you have separate rooms, don't you? We, have def- we yeah. definitely have separate rooms. And we have very disparate tastes in TV. So, <laughs> you know, he likes to watch um, a crocodile survivalist show in Canada with someone who's building a trout gathering machine and I just like to watch, you know, soap operas and stuff. Mm. So often we don't agree on the show. So I thought, why don't I switch the TV off? Shocking. And we'll have some old-fashioned bonding. (laughs) I showed it to my work colleague and I said, look, Mark's been having a bit of a tough time at work lately. I said, this is, hey, Danny, this is what I got, Mark, and we're going to do a puzzle tonight. And he goes, that's the shittest thing I've ever seen. Which I did think was a slight overreaction. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's seen shitter things. Well, he's honest. You've got to give him that. It's the shittest thing I've ever seen. At least you got an honest reaction. That's right. And then he says, He didn't sugarcoat it. No. <laughs> he's poor Mark. So I rang Mark and I said, Hey, I just bought you a puzzle. Hmm. I thought we could do some bonding. He goes, I need to bond with you. I live with you. <laughs> ah. So <laughs> there was my second kick in the teeth for, you know, the hour. So then I sort of thought, well, you know, I, it's obviously a slow burn. I'll bring the puzzle home and I'll start. Yeah, well, he won't be able to help himself excitement. once he's pipping over your shoulder That's right. and seeing how much fun it is. That's right. So I get myself the corners, I start doing the edges, and then Mike is a little bit interested. Mm. Also, there wasn't much on TV that night. And then as I like have a look, I mean, I don't want to be supervising him because this is a shared activity. <laughs> He's just been shoving pieces together. What do you mean? Well, they don't actually fit. Pieces that don't fit. Yeah, but he's, he's so. just been forcing them in. <laughs> yeah. So I think because I had like methodically grouped all the similar colours together, that was annoying him, that approach. Mm. He was just picking two pieces out at random <laughs> and shoving them together. I had just spent so many hours undoing the things that he had done that in the end I've just done the puzzle by myself, <laughs> which I think you might have known would happen. <laughs> I've just gotten back from three weeks in the UK, so I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit jet lagged actually. Are you? But um, that's no good. I'm hanging in there. You know, you get a bit hazy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I went there mainly to see my sister who lives in the UK, and she's got yeah. um two little um well my nieces, two little daughters. Yes. And um, I took them a prezi from Australia. Mm. Um, I knew that um the little one is kind of into ball sports and stuff. She's oh, quite sporty, yeah. so I got her a little soccer ball. Cute. And the niece I knew was into fairies at the moment, flavour of the month, so I got a little fairy doll. Oh, good on you. Now, mum took them a present as well, but I think mum fell into a trap that a lot of parents and grandparents fall into, and that is buying a present that you think is appropriate for the child, mm. but that the child might not actually like. It's like the present that's good for you rather than that's any fun. That's right. Yeah. So, mum's present when she arrived for Rada mm. was a flower press. Oh. Like yeah. you go and you get wildlife. Yeah, from the backyard. Yep. A flower. Yep. yep. And then you press it for several weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Delayed <laughs> gratification for. <laughs> well, maybe that's what she wanted to teach her granddaughter. <laughs> I don't Actually, know. it's a good lesson. But Ra- look, Rada was excited about it. She said, what yeah. happens here? She, oh, look, you get a flower, you press it, and then you can stick it in yep. your book or whatever. And Rada, oh, this is great. Let's do it. They run out into the backyard. My sister's got a few wildflowers growing oh, that's there. Nice. She's like, pick a couple of purple ones, yep. put it in the book. They screw it up and they, they tighten the screw so it's really tight. Yep. And then she says to mum, great. Now, when do we get it out? <laughs> and mum says, three weeks. <laughs> 
You should have seen her face. Yeah, this is not like the digital age either where you can, you know, just get something, you know, go to woe in 30 seconds. No. This is like a long term. The flower needs time to, I don't dry know. Dry out. <laughs> yeah, dry out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So the old flower the press other thing was a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> the disappointing thing on many levels about the flower press, because I did have one when I was a child. Oh, did you? From my nan. Yeah. Which obviously, you know, it's a time-honoured <laughs> gift. When the press is finished pressing and you're ready to take your flower out for the big reveal, yeah. then what do you do with it? The flower? Yeah. I don't know. What do you do? Exactly. <laughs> You've got a pressed well, flower. Well, mum said that she could stick it in a book. Yes. Like on an exercise book yes, in a corner. Can. can you really though? Yeah. Like is, it, is, it, can you, can you, is it workable <laughs> with the Yoohoo stick? Oh, I see what you're saying. You need it's very something delicate, bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you need something stronger than a glue stick. Oh, right. Like but super I'm glue just then. saying that the results that you've waited three weeks for, like if I was <laughs> cooking and something took three weeks, I would be expecting a huge wow factor. Yeah. Like when you get the flower out, it looks exactly the same as when it went in, except instead of being 3D, it's just 2D. <laughs> so it's actually less dimensions than what the kids are wanting. You lose a dimension. You lose But it's convenient. Very convenient. <laughs> like if you want to actually do a lot of stack and store, flower press is the way to go. <laughs> but you're just left with a whole lot of flat flowers at the end and I can't see the main function for them. Can you frame them? I don't know. Do they keep well, I mean, my mum, she's big into it. Yeah. And she's turned a few of them into a laminated bookmark. There you go. So you then I'm you not sure whether that's Rada's interest, but... No, I mean, but so then you need a laminator. <laughs> so you need to be given a flower press and a laminator. Well, that, that's a Christmas present. Ah. <laughs> I quite like uh, a game of mini golf. Yeah. I played one in the UK. It was dinosaur golf. <gasps> sort of like the Jurassic Park ride, but with mini golf. Oh, brilliant. Did you have a natural aptitude for it because you've played regular golf? No, nah, it's like karaoke. Oh. Mutually exclusive. Really? Well done, you. Just because you're a good singer doesn't mean you're going to dominate the karaoke Oh, box. no. Plus, I think karaoke is all about song choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you can't pick when a crowd wants to hear K-San, <laughs> do not even get up there. Yeah. Well, I spent a long time... Buying orange juice that had no pith. Yeah, pulp free. Pulp free. Yep. No, I can just, it's hard to say pith on the radio too. Well, I actually realise I don't hate pulp. Oh. I quite like it. So you're squeezing your own now? Oh, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff I also like is um, when the um, umpire, what do we call that? The video referee system. Decision review. Yeah. Yep. When it actually provides something that's conclusive. Has it happened? No. I wanted to tell you about this earlier. We had a conclusive video review, but guess what? What? They didn't ask for it. (laughs) So, what are we in on now? We're in June. Mm. Four months of the football season. Are you begging for one video review to not come back inconclusive? You're away. It was conclusive and the field umpire didn't call for it. It was brilliant. <laughs> Everyone loved it. <laughs> um, I love the Pope. What? Well, I mean, only because I got to, I almost got to high-five him, basically. Did you? I went to the Vatican. <gasps> You've been popified. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I've gone, I've converted or anything. Yeah. But I, I went down and I've, there was this barricade, like, miles away from where the thing was. But I'm like, well, he'll come out and I'd like to hear the roar of the crowd. Yeah. 
He, he didn't come out in the window. He drove the Popemobile <gasps> around, uh, did a few laps. Jesus. Picked up a few babies, high-fived a few oh, people. That's it was generous great. of him. Yeah. Does he drive himself or is there a driver? Oh, no, there's a driver. Oh, right. Yeah. So he was driven in the Popemobile. Yeah, he was driven. Yeah. And didn't, he didn't pick up the baby. People would just pass it to oh, him. Oh, yeah. He yeah. just has to touch the baby for it to be good luck. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I could almost have reached out and kissed his ring. Really? It was right there. I <laughs> and I don't know why you didn't. I mean, what an opportunity. I know. Mm. You don't get an opportunity like that. No, you do not, <laughs> sir.